It's time for the Live, Shop, Work, and Play Florida radio show and podcast. Interesting people, open conversations, and topics worth talking about. And now, your host, Florida County Commissioner, investor, sports and concert promoter, and risk taker, Joe Mullins. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live, Work, Shop, Play show. And what a great weekend this is. And I am starting it off by being in one of the most incredible places in the greatest state in the greatest country in the world. I am in South Florida. I am in Palm Beach County, South Palm Beach County and uh, Boca Raton at an incredible cigar cigar shop sitting with my buddy Nick. And Nick, you're a you're a local here, but you're not from here. You're one of the typical Floridians that we call transplants, which I'm a transplant as well. I'm I've been called a carpetbagger, and I go, guys, I'm from Georgia, and in the carpetbagger from up north, and they go, you know, you're you're not from here. So I've been called all kind of names, but you are a transplant, just like most of Florida is. Now you are from where? Uh, yes, sir. I'm originally from Massachusetts. I couldn't tell by that accent, by the way. Small town called Foxborough, where the Patriots play. So when I was a junior in high school, I met a guy named Tom Brady, his rookie year in 2001, which gave me a love for football. Yeah, you can't beat Tom Brady. In Tampa, you know, one of our areas where we air, they love Tom Brady. They hated seeing him go. There was a lot of talk he was coming down to the Dolphins, and all of a sudden he's on TV. And I think he'll still be back. I don't think Tom's gone, and there's a need for a quarterback. But we'll see. But, you know, what brought you here to Florida? This is a beautiful area. How do you get here from uh, New England? Honestly, it was mostly about the money, the, the no state income taxes, right? Anyone who tells you otherwise is full of it. The weather is perfect. It gets a little too hot. But when you start owning your own business and you see a little bit of success, you realize that you're paying the state government to me the state of massachusetts seven eight percent of my money it was a no-brainer to come down here for some freedoms that is not available up north you know i hear that a lot we hear it in orlando we hear it in jacksonville we just did the show with palm palm beach with the uh uh uh, kevin neal who's a very successful businessman down there we're sitting out here on a patio you couldn't do this in new england we're sitting out we're cigar patio uh where people are here where people watching a lot of people coming and going it's such a beautiful area, but these are some of the freedoms that we have during, in Florida living. And, you know, people take this for granted, but just a few years ago, we lost these freedoms with COVID uh, all across the country. But Florida kind of held on to them and got open quick again. You went through all that. And uh, tell me how that impacted you. Yes, I actually got married about 45 days before COVID. My wife and I have a beautiful COVID baby, right? So we were... We were locked down like, like a lot of probably your listeners were. Uh, we had a child um, during COVID. Uh, he's three years old right now, but I want to make sure what happened back in 2000 never happens again. Now, you're very politically active. I look at you and I would think this guy's not politically active. This guy's just out doing his thing, a hardworking American, living his life, got a beautiful family. But you're as passionate about politics and about our freedoms. And a lot of it stems from some of the conversation you and I had is about the kids and their future. And the reason I want to do this show is because I, I want people to understand their regular citizens out there 
that aren't so regular anymore. They have gotten so active. They've gotten so involved, so engaged that they're now considering running for these political spots. And we know as, as I'm living proof, you can take an incredible life in the sports and entertainment industry where everybody loves you. Herschel Walker, everybody loved him when he was a running back. All of a sudden, the guy said he wanted to run for senator. And I remember Herschel looking at me on this show saying, Joe, everybody loved me a year ago. And all of a sudden, I declared I wanted to get involved and help my country. But I chose the wrong side. And now I'm a sellout. I'm a racist. I'm this. I'm that. He goes, the same people that love me now are attacking me. Now, what what engaged you to get that involved and tell us some of the things you're doing as a citizen? Abraham Lincoln signed the proclamation, uh, Emancipation Proclamation on September 22nd, about 150 years ago. People don't understand Abraham Lincoln was one of the first Republican presidents, in my opinion, one of the best presidents we ever had. And uh, if you think about the way the world is right now, the Republican Party was started for one reason, and that was to stop slavery moving west. Um, and Abraham Lincoln was the leader of the Republican Party. And, you know, he fought to free people from freedom. He said people would be free the rest of their lives. And then what happened in COVID, I would never compare slavery to COVID, but it was pretty darn close to it. It was terrible. We were told we couldn't leave. We were told to wear masks. We were told to wear, uh, put an experimental drug into our body, which honestly, I, I got the vaccine. My biggest regret to this day of my life is getting vaccinated. I, um, but you know, I, I just knew we had a country to save. I had two kids under the age of five, um, and I, I never want them to experience what I experienced in 2000. Now you're down here in an area where there's a lot of immigrants and a lot of people coming in from other countries. As a matter of fact, your wife is. Your wife is from another country. But they're coming in and they're telling us in, in loud voices this is the same thing that happened in our country before they flipped to socialism. The same things they were pushing, the same things they were doing, and they're fleeing to come up here, and they're scared as hell because they're seeing the same process. Let's talk a little bit about that. You have a firsthand experience in your wife. Uh, you saw the immigration challenges. Very intelligent woman, has a great career, but she, w she had a hard path to get into a country. She didn't just walk over a border in Mexico to Texas and get handed a cell phone, a big check, and say welcome to america we're here to take care of you yes i think they're, they're one of the one of the uh, craziest things about that is for instance when her family wants to come visit us from her country she's from they have to provide a vaccine passport they have to show that they're fully vaccinated they have to apply for a visa they can't extend past that visa or they're breaking the law however if i were to fly them to mexico and have them just swim across a river which now we know this administration says it's illegal to have razor wires or illegal to have, you know, border patrol. They'll be given a cell phone, meals, and they'll be welcome to come here. But if they try to come the right way, they're turned away. When did you decide that sitting back and just watching this problem wasn't a solution that you had to get engaged? And what are things you're doing to be engaged to, to help save this path? To me, the biggest thing is my children. And I say it all the time. I don't know how any parent out there can watch what's happening in this world and, and be okay and be content with what is happening. It's, it's such a shame. It's almost a sham. You know, I'm grateful to live in Florida where, you know, Governor DeSantis, I don't think is doing a good, good thing running for president, but he's protecting our freedoms in school. My child in Broward County Public Schools, which is extremely liberal, says the Pledge of Allegiance every day. That's how I was raised. I believe that's how everyone should raise. We should, you know, pledge one flag, not 
numerous flags. You know, I agree with that so much, and we're, we're starting to see a pathway of pulling over. It's like, you're welcome to our country, and if you don't like us, tell us what we need to do to improve. We're the greatest country in the world, and we're sending a message out there of confusion and chaos to the rest of the world. We got a president right now. I don't even like calling him president. The guy does something stupid half the time. He can't cognitively think. Uh, he has insulted some of the biggest countries in the world by just staring at him and going into a blank stare. But, um, you know, you see this going on here. This is a crucial county. We, we just did a show with Palm Beach County talking about how crucial they are for the rest of the state of Florida. There's 67 counties here. We need all 67. We've seen there's 50 states in the country. We need all 50 states. We've seen what one bad state can do to another, how it can infiltrate into it. We've seen it how one county can infiltrate into another county. What are things you're doing? You've got, you're very active. I, I've met you, and we've talked a few times about politics. Matter of fact, we, we met just randomly uh, at a restaurant and didn't realize it was us, and I heard you talking. I was like, man, this guy really loves America, and he's really involved. And then when I, we, you looked at me and we figured out that it was you, Nick, that I went, wow, this is incredible. This guy really lives this. Let's talk a little bit about what you're doing and what you're trying to make happen in the next election. Yes. And the biggest thing, I learned this from my friend, Scott Pressler, who I'll introduce you to. He has a, I'm sure millions of your followers have heard of Scott, the, uh, the persistence. He's leading this national movement of voter registration, right? And Florida is seeing, what, 20,000 people essentially every two weeks come to America. So I come to Florida, right? Immigrate from these countries, leave from these, not these countries, I apologize, these, this state. They're leaving California, they're leaving New York, they're leaving New Jersey and Connecticut and coming down here. And we have to make sure that these people that come here understand and have to know that, you know, they're almost like refugees, right? They're trying to escape the broken liberal policies of their state. And we have to give them love and tolerance of like, hey, Welcome to Florida, but understand you have to vote red. And, and I see this with Carrie Lake in Arizona. You know, whether you think she won or didn't win, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that she lost because people left Los Angeles, California, the entertainment industry, moved to Arizona so they couldn't pay state taxes, and then voted Democrat. Uh, you know, Nick, I, I, I hear this and I travel a lot and I'm all over the country. I was in California and I saw the police out there and spoke to them and they talked about how frustrated they were, how they can't do their job because they don't have support from their county and state officials and national ones for that matter, that they'll get in trouble for doing it. But yet there is people going out there, citizens that live there, that are scared to death of their life. They're scared of touching a table and accidentally getting fentanyl on their hand and rubbing the eye, which happened out there at an event. Lady overdosed on fentanyl, 72 years old, never done drugs. They found out that she touched a countertop that had fentanyl and it wasn't a big deal to arrest that person or do anything. We, we're in a state where people are fleeing here. They're coming here because they like the way we're doing things, but they're bringing some of the ideas and some of the manners that cause their state to go that way. And if we don't speak up, we don't stand, Florida's not going to, Florida could be just like California. You know, you and I growing up, we used to hear trends come out of California and it's usually five years later before they hit the East Coast. I don't want this trend five years later hitting us. We can't afford to do that. You know, and I have a friend that's in a California actor, um, very successful. And he was telling me he brought a, 
a girlfriend on a date and somebody pulled down their pants and pooped on the street while they were eating their food. Um, obviously, that's a mental health issues, which is can tie into what I believe is a pandemic in this world is mental health. A lot of people like to blame guns. I believe mental health is the reason we have all that. Um, but, you know, that doesn't happen in Florida. You know, we're sitting out here in Boca Raton, beautiful palm trees, perfect weather. And the only issues we have are, you know, people driving their cars too fast and running their engine too strong. You know, they treat Trump in Atlanta. They treat a Trump in New York. They treat a Trump in D.C. like he was some criminal. Yet in his own county where he lives, he's walking around. He's a great uh, citizen here. He's done some incredible things for the country. There is no court system after him here. You sit here and you look at it and you go, I was in Atlanta when that indictment was coming and the police were going, this is such a waste of our money and time. We could be over here dealing with the crime. This money could be going to the homeless to give mental health services because these guys need it. And they were pointing over across the street at a homeless camp. And yet they were standing there to spend millions of dollars to escort a former president in for a witch hunt because he's decided to run again. And that's the way they want to attack him. But yet this man's around here and he's loved and he's a great community, a great citizen. Um, you know, it's just crazy what we're seeing in the manipulation. What are things you're doing uh, to get involved, to get involved with politics that you can recommend other people that they need to do? You know, the biggest thing is we need a make sure people are registered to vote sounds very cliche but we need to be registered right people don't know this florida you know a lot of states have open and closed primaries there's two different things which means you need to be registered if you want to say on who's going to be the next president personally i'm almost 100 percent positive it will be uh president trump will be the 45th and the 47th president um, we can skip to 46 because we don't we don't know if that's legitimate or not. But, uh, you know, it's little things. I had a neighbor move next door to me. I bought a house and uh, I knocked on the door and I saw their values. And the first thing I did was I went to my computer, I printed out a voter registration and I got them registered. And I will remind them that it's time to vote for Trump. It's time to vote Republican. But, you know, Democrats are beating Republicans across the board with 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 voting you know they're outsmarting us they're outflanking us they're cheating the system but it, it's time to fight back you know and it starts at the local level it starts with your neighbors it starts with your church it starts with your school of just talking to each other and making sure that we're all on the same page that you know I don't I don't think there's anyone in this country who thinks we're in a better situation today than where we were five years ago you know gas is four dollars a gallon we're on the brink of a war war. Um, interest rates. Interest rates are at all-time high. It's like we have Jimmy Carter again in office. It's worse than Jimmy Carter, which is un unfeasible to say. So, you know, it starts locally. You know, talk to your neighbors. Love your neighbors. It's very basic, but just say, hey, are you registered? Are you happy with where we're at? Um, you know, I, I was at my child's school yesterday, and everyone knows me as the, the crazy polit political guy. But people were asking me questions, and I was like... You know, I'm okay to have conversations. This is why I love your radio show, because you're okay to talk to both sides, right? It doesn't always have to be conservative. Like, conversation is everything. But I don't think there's anyone in the world who can tell us that America is in better shape right now than where we were three years ago. There's no way. Gas prices, you know, these are things that affect no matter what party you are. Gas prices, interest rates, cost of living, public safety. Those things are being ignored 
infrastructure needs. They're being ignored while we fight these silly battles. And it's crazy. And you talked about voter registration, and I want the listeners to understand there's 67 counties in the state of Florida. If you go out, each county gets a thousand voters that never voted or we just watch it. This is the mentality when they they cheat how what they do. Oh, if we do 100 uh, voters, that's six, 67,000 or 6,700 votes that we'll have in our favor. But I want people to realize this. Let's turn it around. Let's use it to our advantage. Go out and get a thousand people. That's 67,000 votes that now go towards the calls. And that's the president lost. We've seen elections lose closer than that. And it devastates the community. Matter of fact, Governor DeSantis almost lost his first term to a guy they found down here in South Florida, naked, on drugs, on crack cocaine with another male prostitute. Can you imagine that man running our count, our state during COVID? And we're having a situation in Peg. We just talked about Georgia and Herschel Walker, but in Pennsylvania, they elected a zombie, right? They, they, earlier this week, they got rid of the dress code in the beloved chambers of the United States Senate. There is no dress code because of a guy or a zombie named uh, John Fetterman. And the way that John Fetterman won is because the Democrats implemented systems of getting high school and college kids to vote. They were paying college kids $10 for each person that they were able to recruit to vote. This money came from George Santos. A lot of people think this might be a crazy conspiracy theory, but you can look it up. It is a fact. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying that they outsmart us and they have deep pockets from people like George Soros. And, you know, you look at Pennsylvania, I'm not saying Dr. Oz was the best candidate, but again, nobody can tell me that Fetterman is even respectable to be in Washington, D.C., never mind the Senate. Well, I agree. And people don't think, oh, they go, this is conspiracy. Why would uh, Soros do this if he is in America? He would be impacted. Guys, these people that are doing this are mentally insane. They think that they will gain control. They think that they will have all the money. They think they will control the environment. This is their way to manipulate outcomes. It's basically like being married in a bad relationship where the spouse has all the money and they're abusing the other spouse. And we've got a lot of listeners that have experienced that real life hand. This is happening in our government. Money is the root of evil in our situation trying to make it. So let's turn it around and make it work far better. Let's get 1,000 voters per, per county, 67 counties. That's 67,000 votes that would turn our country around. And those are things that will make great impacts. Getting your friends, your family, you know, if you go to church, talk to your community about voting. It is the most important thing you can do is just talking to other people and getting them to understand the importance of, you know, showing up on election day. You know, voting is what makes our country great. You look at Ukraine, Zelensky is in Washington, D.C. right now, and not one person in the media has, not one person in the media has asked President Zelensky why there's no election next year. Zelensky canceled an election, which is the complete opposite of a democracy. You know, if we don't have the ability to vote, we don't have anything. And Nick, I want to, you know, we, we've been talking about America and the important things and how this little county, you know, let's go on a high note here and leave on a high note. Why is Boca such a beautiful place? I mean, I'm going and seeing incredible malls. I'm seeing Meisner, Meisner Park, which is an incredible shopping area and entertainment area. 
I'm, I'm seeing some beautiful people here. You know, people say this part of Florida is dangerous, it's scary. I've never once felt dangerous. Great. There's a matter of fact, there's a mall here that 90% of the country cannot maintain their malls that are similar. They're full of crime. They're full of people in there. Let's talk about a little thing, a few things to do if you come to Boca. Why should people come down here and visit? Yeah, sunny South Florida, you know, I, I, I spend time in Miami. Miami's a zoo. It's a different world. But, you know, we call this the suburbs, right? It's a very tourist-driven place. You know, you're talking about that mall. Did you know that they allow dogs inside the mall? It's the craziest thing. They have a sign. I've never seen this anywhere. And it says your pets are allowed please take care of them right and i think that gets to kind of the philosophy of florida of you know trusting people that they're gonna do the right thing um earlier this year florida passed a state law that allowed us to have constitutional open carry and every democrat everyone said this is going to lead to crazy crime everyone i know carries i've never i think crime went down since they have open carry so allowing people to do what they want. You know, Florida beaches, nothing beats it. Um, you know, Florida beaches are the best. Honestly, when you live down here, I don't go often, but my kids love the beach. Uh, you know, so much to do with kids as well. All these parks with children. We, you know, we, I was talking to one of my employees about he wants to go to a Marlins baseball game. Tickets to baseball games are $15. If I was trying to go to Fenway Park, it would be $200 minimum. Um, so Florida is just, you know, Florida in general it's just absolutely beautiful. The weather is perfect. Uh, right now, it's like 74 and sunny. It's not crazy hot like it was two months ago. But, you know, Florida beaches, uh, everything's just perfect. You know, we're sitting out here now, and it's beautiful. Guys, I'm in a cigar shop. What's the name of the cigar shop, Nick? You know, it's a cigar shop in uh, Boca Raton. Uh, what a great place. Sitting out here on the balcony, we're enjoying the beautiful skies, the beautiful weather, the breeze. This is Florida. This is what I want to enjoy, not gunshots, not chaos going on. This is what makes America the best place in this is what makes Boca Raton in Florida the best place to live, work, shop, and play, and why so many people are coming down here. And good people like Nick and some of the others that live here, you know, they're the neighbors you want to have. They're the neighbors that are going to, if you're broke down on the side of the road, they're going to stop and help you. They're not going to try to run you off the road. They're not going to look at you and go, I got a great opportunity to rob you. They're great people in this area, and I'm so proud to be down here. It's wonderful to be here. Many people of all walks of life it is truly a beautiful place if you want a vacation come down to boca raton the town center the uh, meisner park uh, the restaurants the cigar bars just so many great places to live work shop and play nick thank you for joining us and you know what raise those kids right man this is our future i got kids you got kids we want to see them have a great future ahead of them thank you yes we have a, we have a country to save so again make sure you're registered to vote and uh, register your neighbor. It's, it's legal to register your neighbor. Give them an application and uh, vote. Voting matters. In Florida, it is amazing seeing counties and cities like Boca. You know, Boca is one of the key areas. Uh, it's surrounded by some great towns and great communities. Parkland was one of them that made the news several years ago with the travesty that happened at the high school and they are really understanding why it is important to keep our community safe, keep our area safe. 
and uh, just make a difference in the elections they're doing and make sure we keep America, America. Um, you know, we don't need to change things drastically, but we need to understand them. We need to evolve. And as media comes up, as time changes, social media, things like that, we've got to be aware that not everything we see here and experience is true. And having people in the community come together and say, hey, I'm not just buying this. Uh, I want to look into it more. Get involved. Get engaged. That's all I can say. Uh, if you go to a country like Cuba, they'll tell you what media does and what government does as far as dictating the dialogue of the, the communities. And we need to make sure America never falls under that. And the only way that's going to happen is getting you engaged, getting your community engaged and making sure you're out there making a difference. Don't just sit back and say, well, I'm one citizen. There's nothing I can do. Look at what this community is doing. One person at a time, they're making a difference and a change. And we're fortunate to have places like this, a model area and Broward County. I'm very impressed with some of the things they are doing. Thanks, guys. And remember, live, workshop, play Florida. Boca Raton, here I come. We're going to go see some great places, go get some great weekend here, and enjoy living, working, shopping, and playing. 